On this episode of Careers Unfiltered, we are joined with Dr. Lewis Kutchner and University of Rochester alum, Vanessa Cedarbaum. Together, we will talk about the Kutchner Dermatology Gap Year Program and the benefits of similar programs for pre-health students. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy this very special episode. Welcome, I'm Megan Vargulik with the Green Center, and today we have an exciting session. I'm here with my colleague, Danae. Hi, Danae. Hi, Megan. Thanks for joining us, and we're here with two guests we're very excited to talk to today. One is Dr. Lewis Kutchner, a dermatologist at Kutchner Dermatology. We're so happy you could join us. Hi, Dr. Thanks Kutchner. And Vanessa Cedarbaum. Vanessa is a 2015 University of Rochester alum. Uh, she was a major in microbiology and currently a third-year medical student at Rutgers. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you both for being here. Uh, today, we'd love to learn a little bit more about Kutchner Dermatology Gap Year Program and how programs like this truly help our pre-health students. Dr. Kutchner, I wonder if you could open up and talk about how this program got started. Well, the, the truth is I discovered gap years by accident. Um, back in the day, we didn't have a gap year, but taking a year between college and medical school has become, become so common, it's actually fairly routine. And the program actually started because I've always tried to hire the most capable assistants I could find. And I didn't stop hiring better and better assistants to help me with my work until I was taking top graduates of pre-meds who were on their way to becoming successful medical students, residents from places like the University of Rochester. And it's really such a pleasure to work with students like that, that it caught on and my colleagues became jealous of the intellect of the assistance that I had. And I just continued to look for more and more students and with help from the Green Center and and others like uh, you, Megan, I was able to find an enduring supply. And at this point, we've had over 300 students complete the program and go on to medical school like Vanessa. And there are 56 uh, positions in our program in the 2020-21 gap year. Wow, that's incredible. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit of those numbers. It really sounds like such an awesome opportunity for students. Um, and I was wondering if you could share like what it is about U of R students that you find so appealing. And for the students who do participate in the program, what sort of skills and qualifications are making them so successful? Thank you. Uh, well, one of the key features is that they have very good pre-medical advising. And uh, without that, it's hard to sort out. Every scribing opportunity looks like every research opportunity. And it's just very hard to figure out where you can maximize the educational potential and the ability to serve others in the year without that type of advising. And so the I can't say enough about the pre-medical advising uh, through through the college, both through the Career Center and through the Dean's Office, in helping students figure out what's best for them. Uh, the other thing that appeals about University of Rochester students is that they are very well educated. I don't take it for granted that a college degree means that you can read or write, let alone get into medical school, but this becomes a dead-end job for someone who doesn't go directly from being an assistant for a year to becoming a medical student. After all, there's really not any other inspiration 
in a small medical practice like ours because the rich environment that you're used to on a university campus, even in an academic medical center, has lots of career choices that you can kind of observe as you get educated or work there. Uh, Kushner Dermatology is really strictly about taking care of our patients. And so the only inspiration you'll get is to go to medical school. So for people who can't get in, it's a it's not the right environment. And University of Rochester students are very well educated in that respect. One of the reasons that I think that Rochester is special is that the medical school that the university has influences the undergraduates, particularly the pre-meds. I think it influences all of them, the engineers, et cetera. And that is unique to a few schools that have very strong medical schools where the medical faculty feel that the undergraduate students are also their students. And that's also true of a place like um, Washington University in St. Louis, um, Emory University, University of Chicago is that way. But some places, the medical faculty don't view the undergraduates as their students. And so Rochester students benefit from that. And from my point of view, are very fortunate to have a faculty that is unified, even at that level. Great. So, Vanessa, when you were a student at UVAR and before you went on to your gap year, did you know that you were going to do a gap year? Or what was that process like when you were thinking about this and making that decision? I knew probably halfway through college that I wanted to go to medical school, but that I also wanted to take a gap year just to really solidify that. Um, and I know, like Dr. Krishner just said, that the program's really only meant for people who already know they want to go to medical school. And I was like 98% sure, um, but I still wanted to really experience it full time and be in that environment all the time just to make that 100% before I went through the process of applying. Um, so I think for me, like when I was getting towards the end of college, I was definitely looking for a clinical experience that could kind of round out my understanding of what being a doctor would be like, because there's, you can do as many, you know, short-term shadowing opportunities as you want in undergrad, but it's not the same thing as like actually doing it day in and day out and talking to patients one-on-one. -on -one. So I was pretty sure I was going to do a gap year and I definitely was leaning towards something clinical. And like Dr. Kushner was saying, it's very helpful that Rochester's like pre-med advisors um, seek out these opportunities because this one just fell into my lap. I got an email about it and coming to an info session um, and was really excited to hear about the chance to have that sort of one-on-one -on -one, uh, communication with patients. Great. Dr. Kushner, this question's for you. So our hope in the Green Center is to build more relationships like this in the community um, so that we can offer more opportunities like this to our students. How have you encouraged other physicians to get involved in something like this? And what do you, why do you enjoy this so much in doing this for students? Well, that is one of my favorite things is to talk to my colleagues about how much I've enjoyed doing it. Uh, traditionally, uh, doctors will use medical assistants or physician assistants. We use these students as doctor assistants, meaning that they, they're just kind of as different from those other categories as could be. And when our students go to a medical conference or otherwise meet our, um, my colleagues, they're amazed at how fortunate I am to have uh, assistants who care about my patients and become as curious intellectually and engage their own compassion 
as we expect of one another. And it is so uplifting that once the doctors learn to work with these future doctors, they really tend not to go back. And in that sense, the um, physicians tend to um, tend to sort of continue. So really, it sells itself once they meet the uh, students. Uh, the challenge is that the level of turnover is high, and having assistants that you need to replace every year is um, frightening. But, you know, the University of Rochester doesn't hesitate to look for new students every year. And uh, with your help, we haven't had any trouble finding them. That's so true. So I'm wondering, from your perspective, like, why do you enjoy this so much? Well, really, the nicest part is um, is seeing what is the opportunity to engage with someone like Vanessa when they're really seeing their first cases, learning to talk to patients, um, understanding how the scientific thinking that you do in college matches with the clinical thinking that we do in clinic and seeing them become motivated to get the most out of their medical education next. So it's really just watching uh, the type of satisfaction that every uh, faculty member at your college would experience and that those of you who work with students would know about. So I think for me, that's really the, the primary thing. It's impressive how much my patients enjoy it. They can sense the assistant learning. And we do have um, a disclosure in the waiting room in the form of an article that was published about this. And they will sometimes be a little more time consuming as they try to make sure that my assistant learns something from the visit uh, too. It's very unusual, but, but truly rewarding. That's really great. Vanessa, I wondered if you could talk about the types of things you did during your gap year experience and then how it's benefited you during your time in medical school. Sure. So I worked primarily with Dr. Tran, who's an amazing physician um, and philanthropist and a bunch of other things. And I was kind of her like right hand woman for everything during my time there. So that would include rooming patients, taking a brief medical history about why they were there that day, helping set up for any procedures like biopsies or surgeries to remove skin cancer and then assisting on those procedures. Um, a lot of the like back end work that you might not think about, but like calling in prescriptions and answering patient questions, giving some biopsy results. So it was just an immense amount of practice working with patients in a lot of different ways. Um, and then, I mean, this is maybe more obvious, but just like having exposure to the field of dermatology, which we don't get a lot of in medical school, surprisingly. So um, it was really helpful. I, on my most recent board exam, I had a couple derm questions that I don't think I would have been able to answer if I hadn't done the program. So just seeing dermatology day in and day out for most people do one year, I did two years, and that really builds a great foundation um, that's hard to get if you're just learning it from a book for like a week, which is what we did so far in med school. And yeah, I think also just working with Dr. Tran was an amazing experience. I had had some mentors in college that I had built relationships with, but not quite to the same degree as someone that you're working with, you know, all week, every week for two years. And she's absolutely phenomenal. She's also um, co-founded a nonprofit in Vietnam. And I was really fortunate and able to go on one of her service trips with her um, and kind of shadow her there as well. So just amazing opportunities all around working with her. If I, really I could jump in tonight, what Vanessa is describing is the experience that you would expect a young person to have if they did a master's degree 
in clinical medicine before starting medical school. We don't have any interest in getting accredited and offering another piece of paper, and doctors don't need master's degrees. But, but Vanessa, your ability to access the mentorship that was there and Dr. Tran's ability to make sure that you learned as much as possible according to your goals reminds me of what we all hope for from our graduate students. So it is just such a pleasure to hear you describing your experience in those terms. Yeah, she was amazing to work with. I miss her every day. <laughs> oh, I love this. Okay, so Vanessa, you obviously stood out as a candidate, right, when you were applying to this program. So I'm curious if you have any tips or advice for students hoping to do the same thing. Yeah, so I had definitely had some clinical experience in college, but again, not to this degree. And I definitely hadn't had experience as a medical assistant, which I think made me worried about applying to positions like this. But the great thing about the Kushner program is that there's an understanding that that's the case. You know, your qualifications are that you did what you needed to do in college to be a successful applicant to medical school, that you are educated in whatever pre-med things you need to be educated in. Um, So it doesn't matter if you haven't been a medical assistant for years, which is kind of what I was seeing when I was looking at online job postings before this program um, showed up in my inbox. So I think as long as you've done the things you would do anyway to be a medical school applicant, you're already a successful applicant for this program. Um, And then just showing that in your interview and being able to talk about the things that you've done um, in a way that shows that you've learned from them and you've developed skills like, you know, teamwork and just being able to think on your feet and be efficient in a workplace. I think being able to project that in an interview setting, as well as just showing that you've had experiences like that is really helpful for a program like this. Thanks for sharing, Vanessa. So this question can really be um, directed to both of you. So feel free to jump in and answer how you'd like. But do either of you have advice for students looking to go to medical school? And it can be biggest challenge, tips you've learned, or advice on how to be successful. I can go first if you want. I think that You know, there's a lot of boxes that I think we kind of think of as having to check off to go to medical school. So research, clinical experience, good grades, um, MCAT score, there's a lot of different things. And I think like any, you know, pre-health advisor can walk you through that. But I think it's really important to have at least one thing that you're extremely passionate about. And so when you're on interviews, you can talk about that one thing and they can get a sense of who you are as a person and not just like a list of things on your resume. Um, And I think that that for my med school interviews was really important because otherwise they just are looking at tons of resumes that have every box checked. Um, So like for me at Rochester, I was involved in an organization called Students Helping Honduras and I did a lot of volunteering and a lot of work with that organization. And so I would say, you know, check all your boxes just to keep options open and so you don't have to worry about them. Um, But definitely focus in on a couple of things that you actually really love doing and not just because you're checking a box and then make sure that comes across in med school interviews and like anyone you interact with basically. Okay, it might show that I am twice Vanessa's age on this one. My advice would be don't waste your time while you're at these amazingly rich educational environments. 
if you can just be learning, almost anything you learn is going to make you a better doctor and a better person. And how much you can learn depends on the environment you're in. And the University of Rochester, you just couldn't do better. But it's also your personal qualities and your ability to engage them. It's not just intelligence, though. It's your curiosity. Uh, frankly, it's your stamina. <laughs> and it's uh, some resiliency. So if you're learning, you can learn from a part-time job, you can learn from a lab class, you can learn from your classmates, from professors, from graduate students, from the hospitals over there. Just uh, stay engaged and take it all in. There are three completely separate reasons why learning when you're young pays off much more than learning when you're old. One is that you can use what you've learned for longer. The second is that you can build on what you've learned to help you figure out what to learn next. And the third is that the more you learn, the faster you'll be able to learn the things that you really need to know when those come up in the future. And so it's not quadratic, it's cubic. So learn as much as you can in your 20s. And the University of Rochester is a great place to begin that. Thank you both. That was perfect. Thanks for the tips. And I, I was just wondering, Dr. Kushner, for any students who are interested in the program, could you talk a little bit about the recruiting process? So when they would apply and when you start to look for talent? Uh, yes, um, we're recording this during August of the COVID year 2020. And uh, so our timescale has been completely thrown off. But for my own sanity, where we interviewed 180 students this year. Three years ago when Vanessa was uh, heading our interviewing, we interviewed almost 300 students. And the program uh, then um, this year has over 50 students in it. So I've had to stay somewhat organized so that it doesn't take over my schedule. So what I've been doing for our recruiting is pr uh, promoting the program in conjunction with a lot of help from the Green Center uh, in the fall, uh, anticipating that uh, college seniors will be looking at their options perhaps after finals and using the month of January to sort of fill an interview schedule. I then always arrange to travel to Rochester in the dead of winter in February to interview students in the lovely facilities on the fourth floor at the Green Center. And then by March, uh, interviewing has to be concluded by March uh, we're essentially offering the positions that we know we have to fill, the ones where uh, students are departing for medical school and need to be replaced. Uh, April is really just finalizing the matching with the um, making sure that we have the uh, corresponding number of funding position, funded positions to students and assigning their locations. May, I tend not to do much other than enjoy the celebrations. Uh, many were canceled in May of 2020, but they'll be back. And it's important time, graduation, senior week, a little bit of family time, and uh, maybe Memorial Day. In June, it's all hands on deck. The, um, the medical students are hot to get out of there, and the college graduates uh, have already had a lot of personal time. And so we just need them working together and a handoff happens. By July, the medical students are peeling out and the incoming college graduates are taking over. They're busy. They've relocated. They're doing things for themselves for the first time. And July uh, is when um, they no longer have the, um, the experienced assistance by their side. They're also dealing with secondaries and trying to arrange new social lives. It's it's a very busy month. And by August, they're hitting their strides. And in September, interviewing season begins. It remains to be seen how this will 
be adapted during the sort of post-COVID new normals. But that's been my uh, routine. And ordinarily, um, August would be my off season. But, you know, if the NBA can have their playoffs and the Red Sox can postpone opening day, uh, uh, I suppose I can be wrapping up uh, placements at the end of summer. Um, so uh, for students who might be interested in our program in the class of 21, the Green Center will have that information in, during their fall semester. Um, Megan and her colleagues can make sure that you're aware of our um, plans to come interview there and maybe um, uh, similar programs that come to the University of Rochester as well. And I hope to meet many of you next February in 2021. Amazing. Well, I want to thank you guys both so much for being a part of our podcast episode today. This was a lot of wonderful and very informative information. Um, and I can't wait to share it out with the UR community. And hopefully you guys or Dr. Kushner, you'll have some good applicants coming up. I'm sure of it. Uh, thank you so much for uh, inviting me to talk about the program. And I uh, just wish all the luck in the world to the class of 2021 and beyond at the University of Rochester. Thank, thank you both. If you like what you're hearing, give us a rating on your podcast listening platform of choice, subscribe, and share us with your friends. Thank you so much, and see you next time on Careers Unfiltered.